Welcome to the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm therapist and coach, Shade Giovanni. If you want to feel less anxiety in your relationships and enjoy a confident and spiritual intimate life, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of tea and a warm blanket and let's talk intimacy. No one likes to feel pain. (laughs) I don't think that you'd hear anyone say that they want their life to have more pain, especially if we're talking about emotional. So what do we do with it? Because it is an inevitability in this life. We're going to experience pain. There is a band an artist that I really enjoy called Sleeping At Last and shout out to my friend Matt because he definitely introduced me to them. But he wrote a song called Touch and in that song he says a line that stood out to me and it's just, I immediately grabbed onto it. He says, pain is a well-intentioned weatherman. Hmm. I like deep stuff like that, to be honest. When I really thought about it, it makes a lot of sense. So a lot of you know that I am a therapist and I get to do a lot of work with sex therapy. And a lot of women experience pain during sex. They don't know why, they don't know what's going on, and as much as they will for it to change, it doesn't. That's really frustrating. But the pain is giving us information. As much as we don't want to feel it, it's telling us something needs to be paid attention to. It's saying, hey, I need you. Can you come look over here? Because something's up in this specific area. And so women who feel pain during sex, it might be because they have a tight pelvic floor. Or it could be because one of their nerves is bruised or damaged and it's just firing off when it doesn't need to. Or any myriad of reasons but if we even just apply that same concept pain is a well-intentioned weatherman to the rest of our life I think it could really transform the way we experience pain I know it has for me so now whenever I feel really deeply frustrated about something Instead of me thinking it shouldn't be this way or even fighting the pain, as best as I can, I'm still a work in progress, but as best as I can, I try to slow down, take a deep breath, and think, what is this weatherman pain trying to tell me? Where is it directing my attention? So let's make this practical. If you are in a relationship and you are feeling a lot of pain that can take the form of anxiety or always arguing or always feeling irritable, just looking at your partner's face and you're just kind of like, why are you in my house? (laughs) But if you feel pain and tension in the relationship, don't fight it. Don't try to make it go away and definitely don't try to numb or escape it. Just pause, 
and listen to the weather report? Could it mean that now is the time that you need to dive into counseling because you've been feeling the same type of pain with your partner over and over again? It's not resolving and you need a professional to step into the picture. Could it be that Pain's telling you that you might be part of the issue. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I know it's hard to hear that one, but sometimes we're the, what's the word? Is it orchestrator? Hmm. Sometimes we orchestrate our own storms, whether it be because of the way we think, our mindset, whether it be because of patterns from our past that we haven't healed yet and so they're just repeating over and over and over again and we keep responding the same way and finally your body your mind your soul reacts in pain because it's like look we cannot keep doing this please over here look over here change something right here or what about in your career Pain is a well-intentioned weatherman. That could take the form of so many things. I'm thinking of losing a job, having a boss that is just not meshing with your mental or emotional health, feeling like finances are always tight. Pain is not the preferred way, obviously, that we would like to receive signals or alerts, but it is well-intentioned. It is doing the best it can to grab your focus because let's face it. Now, I'm cringing a little bit inside as I say this because I am not exempt from this rule either. But let's face it. If we didn't feel pain we probably wouldn't do a lot of things. Real talk. So (laughs) when I was in grad school to become a therapist, um, in the month or two right before graduation, no, no, right after graduation, I started feeling excruciating pain in my jaw. So bad so bad it was how do i describe it to you so basically if i had a cup of tea which i love hot tea and for you southerners i don't consider sweet tea to be real tea that's a tangent if i had a cup of tea or ice cream it would just send blinding pain shooting through my body on the left side of my face so i would work around it because i didn't feel it all the time just when i was eating But then eventually it started showing up even when I wasn't eating. I'd just be sitting watching, you know, New Girl or The Bachelorette because that's how you get through grad school. And it would just start hurting and I would literally have to step away from my roommates and go to my room and just like throw myself on the bed because it hurt that bad. And it did not stop. It just got more frequent and more intense over days and then weeks and then months until I was waking up in the middle of the night screaming because it was just this random shooting pain. And because of the persistent pain, I started researching what was going on. I thought I had T 
TMJ or something like that. Anyway, to skip a couple steps and just bring you to the end of the story, my the root in my tooth was dying. The root in my tooth was dying from a problem that I knew existed an entire year before, now that I think about it. I had gone to the dentist and they told me, hey, this tooth, um, there's a 50-50 chance you might need a root canal on it. Do you want to do that now? And I was like, um, no, <laughs> I don't feel any pain. Why would I, why would I correct a problem if there is none? So I let it go. And so, yeah, obviously I ended up having to do the root canal after a month or two of excruciating pain and, oh, the root canal is not, wasn't the hurtful part. That is what alleviated it because they took the problem out, but. It was only because of the pain that I had made any steps towards action. I really wasn't going to do anything about it. Out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Well, pain brought it back into sight and into mind. So that's just my little life story. Um, I'm curious about you, though. Where are you experiencing pain? And what do you think it's trying to tell you? What is it calling your attention to? What action is it asking you to take? And hey, you really might not know. Like I said, I thought I had um, TMJ, which wasn't the issue. It's not so much about you knowing the answer. It's more so about you slowing down and paying attention to the pain. A lot of our distress in life will not be addressed or even noticed when we are moving so fast that we do not have time to pay attention. And I'll level it up for you a little bit. If you are not feeling any kind of pain or distress, but your partner is telling you that they are, Listen here, if you're trying to build a relationship with someone, their discomfort needs to be important to you in some way, shape, or form. I'm not saying to take it on as your own or make it feel like my partner feels this, so I must feel exactly the same way. No, that is codependency. But keep it in mind. It's an alert system about your relationship. And so there's, there's something called avoidant attachment, which I'm sure I'll get into on another episode, but people with avoidant attachment are really disconnected from their own needs and feelings, like genuinely in their world, they feel I'm fine. If you were to ask them, are you okay? Are you sure? They're going to say, no, I'm good. But it's because they're so disconnected that they don't notice the warning signs for themselves, which means they rarely notice the warning signs. Or their partner either. If I can't do it for me, how can I do it for you, right? And so what ends up happening is that just kind of the way that um, attraction and, and psychology works, people with avoidant attachment often, not always, but often match with partners who have anxious attachment because think of it this way, I don't know 
how to meet my own needs or even recognize them. But that person over there, wow, they're so attentive. They're so caring. They're so thoughtful. They have so many emotions deep down inside. I'm attracted to that because I know that's something that's missing for me. I want to be near them. And so when an avoidant person and an anxious person get together in a relationship at some point, that anxious person's fears spike up because, hey, we're human. And the way it shows up is they start expressing needs left and right. I need this from you. I need that from you. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. They start getting really vocal. And the avoidant person tends to numb out. When in actuality, pain is a well-intentioned weatherman. If you notice that your partner is starting to feel anxious, that's the pain point, even if you're not the one feeling it, thank them honestly, slow down, and try to listen to the root of what they're saying is potentially the alert sign. If they're saying, I feel like we're not as close or we don't spend as much time together, pause. Is there any truth in that? There might not be, but there's a kind of good chance that there is. So find where the truth is and go pay attention to it. Care for the pain because I promise you, (laughs) pain that is not cared for will get bigger and louder and louder until it demands all of your attention. It's just the way it is. So... Here's the recap. Pain is a well-intentioned weatherman. Slow down and pay attention to the area that it is drawing you to. Thank you for spending some quality time listening to this episode, like a whole episode on pain. Honestly, look at you all the healing and whatnot. I like it. (laughs) If anything here adds value to your life, I'd appreciate a review over an Apple podcast, or you can just come drop in my DMs on Instagram at my intimacy therapist. I'd love to hear whatever stood out to you or whatever thoughts you have on your mind. But most importantly, I want to remind you of who you are. You are fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. Until next time.